Stone gets the puck after the drop. Petrangelo shoots, save, and a rebound, score! Chandler Stevenson finds the puck in the slot, pots the rebound, and the Knights are back in the lead, 3-2. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Without it, oh, and a tip puck and a shot, they score! Michael Abadio, the Knights win it in overtime! 5-4 Vegas! A double overtime victory for the Golden Knights. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215 Home of the. Woo! Let's get out of Stanley Cup final week. Media days coming up on Friday. We have a little more detail as far as how that's going to look from the National Hockey League perspective. And then game one and two in Vegas on the strip, the Stanley Cup Championship Series, Saturday afternoon. And then Monday, all games in the Stanley Cup final will be a five o'clock Pacific mm-hmm. time. Mm hmm. Puck drop just after 5 o'clock. Yeah. Allows the networks to come back on, reset, and get everybody excited. But uh, from from the Toshiba Plaza to the game presentation of the Vegas Golden Knights, to the excitement of the players, uh, and the storylines that are building up, uh, it is going to be spectacular. What a weekend ahead for the fans of the Vegas Golden Knights and the National Hockey League. Most Southern. Stanley Cup final ever mm-hmm. is is going to take place on the weekend. Yeah, it's exciting. It's it's going to be pretty pretty awesome to be a part of it. And you know, you you start to think about uh, your own interactions. Obviously, when you uh, when you get to go to this year one, you start to get spoiled a bit. You start to think that it's going to happen every single year, and to be back in this moment, to be gearing up and, and having an understanding of what it's going to be like and what we're in store for, uh, is just fantastic. Hold on. So I, I thought can't you wait. were going to get to go. Do that every year? No, I I was mostly being tongue-in-cheek. I wasn't being serious. I was okay. saying, you get spoiled by going there initially. You start to think that maybe you're going to get more of those opportunities, and then you got to wait a little bit. So it puts it in, into perspective the second time around, for sure. So the great Bill Foley quote, mm-hmm. playoffs in three, yep. cup in six. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like they're, that is ringing true. How how everything seems to be uh, sort of falling in line uh, through this, and the cup in six is a great hashtag. Oh, it it is. It, it's it's a great hashtag. It, it could potentially be a great shirt. Like there are so many different avenues you can go with cup in six. But you know, you, you start to think about that prophecy, that uh, that idea, throwing it into the universe, law of attraction, whatever you want to call it. You're, you're on the you're on the cusp of being able to do that. It's pretty awesome. Best T-shirt, it hurts to win. Yeah. Talked to Bruce Cassidy today. Okay. We had a little sit-down for the Chirp Podcast. Oh, look at you. And he was wearing it, his It Hurts to Win shirt. Did you ask him for so one? So we, we got into that again. Okay. And how great that line is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've got one coming. Really? And you know what else I got today? Hmm. Western Conference champion hat. Oh. Did you get one for John Shannon? Did you uh, get one for Ryan Wallace and n- nope. Chris Chapman? No. Nope. Nope. No, no, that's cool. No, I wouldn't wear it. it. You wouldn't wear it? You no. wouldn't wear it? Why no. not? Because it, it's kind of a collector's item. So because I wore it for 20, like what's the 
time <laughs> length of time that I can wear a Western Conference champion hat before it loses its value to you as a collector. Well, it's it's like a new car. The moment you drive it off the lot, it loses its value. So as soon as I put it on my head, as soon as that's, you put it on your that's head, the wrong it's, answer. It's finito. It's We're done. talking about the world famous Darren Millard. That's here. you know what? It that actually adds point. value. It yes. increases value the more he wears it. Only if he autographs it, though. No, no, no. We don't have to do that. No, no, no. Autograph he, it at the underside. Yeah, yeah. He's got to. He's got to put his name on the bill. <laughs> Would I mean? Why wouldn't you sell? Why wouldn't you wear it? So it's a collector. It, it, it okay, is a so collector. What would you item. do with it? I would probably put it away, someplace safe. Put it away. Yeah, someplace well, safe. That well, defeats the purpose it, of put having it. Put it in it. a shadow box. Well, yeah, something like that. Yeah, like okay, a display. Okay, yeah, I, a display. I have. I have. I have some, you make it some... sound like it's one of your sock drawer. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I, I, I have a little memorabilia. Like I don't have a ton. Like I've seen your your office with with mm-hmm. the goalie mask. I don't have anything like that, but. That's a f- like a, a tenth of my stuff. That's unbelievable. I, I wish, Why, right? Do you like, remember you were over and and I said you couldn't go in because yeah, you, we just you didn't had want the, me to the, see the, it. The, the yeah. cat was was in there earlier and yeah. it wasn't pretty. And I'm allergic, but, so yeah, it, it just it wouldn't work. <laughs> no, I can't well, wait to get you okay. over uh, and 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 show you that. Well, full of that barbecue, man. I was looking. I was you recording today. I was recording the trip podcast. Uh, we had two interviews. One I did with Bruce in person, mm-hmm. and I'll give you a little bit of insight into that. We went down some paths that were just different because mm-hmm. we're hanging out, sitting on lounge chairs, just having having a cool moment. But I also talked to Eddie Olchek today. He's the lead analyst on TNT, and he's back to doing the Stanley Cup final after a year off because ESPN had it last year. And we were going through different matchups, which I want to bounce off you guys. Okay. Forwards, defense, goalie yeah. intangibles, yeah. Uh, power plays, and all that kind of stuff. But I was looking off to my right. As Edzo is uh, is talking, because Keith Jones is now the member, the president of hockey operations for the Philadelphia Flyers. Yep. And I've got a Flyers mask. Wayne Stevenson mask behind me. So we, he was talking about that. And I was looking over to my right. I'm like, like there's eight to ten sticks just sitting there. They game you sticks from players of all eras. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I got to do something more with that. With the sticks? With the sticks. Hmm. I just gotta do more with that that stuff. I got a ton of memorabilia. Yeah. And now I'm looking forward to this and collecting even more special to me memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Is the Flyers one your favorite? because uh, I know that was your favorite yeah, team growing was, up. So I, I like the Wayne Stevenson mask because it's got the logos uh, mm. over the eyes. I like that one. I've always wanted a Bernie Pront and a uh, Mike Palmatier one uh, as well, which we've talked about uh, with John Shannon, the Palmatier feud. <laughs> and, uh, and and I would want it. Uh, it's my I would favorite. Want, so, so I, I, a guy that makes those masks reached out to me and said, uh, I, can, I can get you one. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that's good. He said, well, I would want some payback, like some social media Posts. Hmm. So, well, I'm not really into that. Yeah, Johnny Blue Checkmark. What about, Actually, what no about, a, what about a free? Checkmark. What about a free cameo or yeah. two? Uh, I no, no, I don't, you don't give away cameos. You're getting said, something in return. I said, but I'll I'll go down this path with you if Mike will autograph it. Mm. Palmy, the kid, mm. popcorn kid. And he said, well, we could probably do that. I said, but I I want it like specially autographed. <laughs> I need the quote. <laughs> That that Palmatier gave John Shannon <laughs> way back when, which oh. I can't say on the radio. Well, when you can John, say everything once. When, when John Shannon asked him to do something, and Mike Palmatier said something, uh, hmm. uh, gave him some advice on what he could do with the rest of his day, and and uh, I said I want that mm-hmm. inscription to it. Yep. 
But I was sitting there, I got I to do this. But now my, my office has got a lot of BGK pictures and different things to it. Dif- different people that you run into around the rink. And I can't imagine what, what, the, what the stars in Vegas, mm. like this, they, everybody in Vegas loves the Golden Knights. Right, yeah. First team, first in, first They love. are Vegas' team. Right. Vegas born. But now, even to the celebrities that aren't from Vegas, mm-hmm. this is awesome. And I'm sure there's requests coming in all over the place to Eric Tosi and mm-hmm. Nate Ewell uh, over at the Vegas Golden Knights headquarters at Sydney National Arena from people that, whether it's sports personalities, music personalities, entertainment uh, people. Like Brad Garrett, I mentioned to you guys, yeah, I, I, I saw him good. yesterday like at the Brad alumni Garrett. golf yeah. tournament, the yeah, BGK yeah. alumni golf tournament. He's like, whatever, whatever, I shouldn't say this on the air, but he's like, whatever <laughs> you guys want to, to Shane and, and Derek, like, he's all in on, mm-hmm. on the Vegas Golden Knights. Have you ever There's, seen his stand-up? No, I would like to. Oh, know. he's dirty. I liked it. Yeah, it was, well, it was good. Uh, Jeff Sharples told me, said, he, he'll, he'll go after you. Yeah, he's he's dirty though. It's like, good. It's, it's, he, people go there thinking they're going to see everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, uh, no, not no, that. No, no, he's it, not. He's it, not. He's not at the level of like Gilbert Gottfried dirty, but he's 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 good. But he's, the, he's really the, funny. I'm I'm curious to see what we're going to witness from a celebrity standpoint. Sure. Yeah. At who, these who, Vegas games, who's at the top of your list? Like, who do you want to see? Like the one guy. If 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 Darren could pick one celebrity, to come hang out with him at the game. Would it be an athlete? Well, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Would it be a movie star? <laughs> it could be anyone. Would it be a musician? Like that. There's there's a couple of different just areas. just as long as the Imagine Dragons are not playing. Oh come on! Stop <laughs> on with a that. barge in the middle of the Bellagio fountains. Like you're going to have star power with TNT's panel. Sure, absolutely. I, oh, those guys are the best. Chuck's got to make an appearance. At some yes, point. I would Charles think so. Barkley. Yeah, yeah, yeah Barkley, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, rolling in here. But do you do you see uh, a John Bon Jovi or? Oh, he's a not a Taylor Vegas Swift guy. Or, no, no, no. This isn't about transcending. No, I want. I want Vegas no, celebrities. The, the Vegas celebrities are all going to show up. Okay, I think they're all going to be there. But this has become bigger than that. This is just the world is watching this. You know what I heard about John Bon Jovi? Not a fan of the color magenta. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yes, I. I so it's probably not going to be John Bon Jovi yeah. unless they cover it all up. I don't think John. Oh, that's right too. It, it all has to be uh, everything. It's like it's like Van Halen with the M and M's thing. It's the right. So you know why they do that? Yeah, they want to make sure that the guys are paying attention yeah, to, to, to what the they're asking for. Yeah. Did you tell me that? Yes. Am I telling you? We, no, you we had we, no. We had an entire conversation about it when you were trying to say that Bon Jovi was metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does. He's not. A, he's not a big fan of magenta. Okay. Which. Like all the Vegas celebrities have to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Game one, game two. They they yeah. all have to be there. Yeah. Like we're talking, we're talking Shania, we're uh-huh. talking Chris, uh, Angel, yeah. we're talking Carrot Top. I would uh, imagine. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thanks for years. sure, Carrot Top. Uh, you know who? You, you know who has not? And I I'm a huge little fan. John, right? Little John is great. Please. Yeah. Please get little John I want, into I want, the booth with me. I want That's the all mayor, I ask. the mayor of Flavortown. Oh yes, yes, bust Guy out, Fieri. Bust out Guy Fieri. Let's mm. go. Yes, that's a guy that I could see showing up. Like, oh yeah, cruising down Las Vegas Boulevard in his red convertible. Yeah, with his Golden Knights jersey on. Which jersey is he wearing? Oh wow! wow. I mean, I I don't know who the the cook is on the Golden Knights, but the chef du jour, but. I, 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 well, he's wearing his gold jersey. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. he's he's probably wearing captain. 
Mark Stone. Mark Stone. Yeah. Matches with his hair, you know? <laughs> he's cruising down, got got the got the Ray Bans on. With the hair, the goatee. Oh, all man. Of it. He's beautiful. The, I'm, I'm all I love in. Guy Fieri. Yeah, he, let's he's do one it. of my favorite people. Let's, let's do make it. it happen. Yeah. yeah. So, what celebrity would you love to get your picture taken with? Vegas or otherwise? Mm. Like, who's the hottest act in Vegas right now from a residency standpoint? Is Keith Urban show back? Maybe, show maybe you know what? You know who, Garth who's Brooks, pretty awesome? Man. Well, yeah. Garth's a Dallas guy, though. Yeah, but he's got a residency here. I know. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Garth Brooks. I like, want Bruno get... Mars. Bruno oh, Mars. that's a good one, too. Bruno Mars, Goodness to me, is, is the top musician today. Like, I love everything he does. Silk Sonic, I'd love to see them. But he's doing the residency. I don't know if he still does it at Park MGM. Garth does love his hockey. He loves his hockey He loves players. his... You know what's funny? I'll tell you a story. Years years ago, Garth Brooks was playing minor league, not minor league, spring training baseball mm. for the Padres. I was living in Phoenix at the time. My stepmother, what huge. Do mean, what do you mean he's playing? He 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 participated in spring training. Oh, for he the wasn't Padres. trying out. He was just like it was a charity fun. thing for him. Okay. Yeah, having some yeah. fun. Yeah, and it wasn't like a Jordan. No, like, no, 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 no not like that. And, but he's a yeah. huge sports fan. Yeah, I went with a baseball for my stepmother for her fiftieth birthday, and he actually signed it. Happy fiftieth birthday. God bless Garth Brooks. Coolest thing ever. Where's the baseball now? I gave it to my stepmother. Hmm. I haven't talked to her since she divorced my dad 25 years ago. So. Did you ask for the ball back? <laughs> I should have. Yeah. Like, like, does, is that now, something? Now, just say happy 50th birthday. Or happy did... 50th birthday, Susan. Ah, oh, you don't get the Susan thing. Yeah, I know. It's is perfect. there a way you could scratch it off? Well, it kind of loses its value a little bit. Yeah, you're right. And, and although you could say it was hit or it was a picture of. Questionable ethics yes. <laughs> was throwing that day. That day Some when it scuff comes. marks on the ball on on, on that side. It's like of naked that's... gunnies out there with the power sander on the ball. <laughs> that's that's what I'm I'm going with Garth Brooks and and specifically you mentioned he's a Dallas guy. You're going to take Mike Tyson. I'm going to take Garth Brooks. Hundred percent. Mike Tyson's going to show up for the Dallas Stars. I want Garth Brooks to show up for the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, Brutal. but the problem is Mike Tyson might decide to show up for Vegas. And I'm, I'm not telling him no. I, I don't care. I'm not, that's I'm fine. Not, I mean, Jump on. It's cool. Yeah, I'm cool with Tyson. He can do it every once. You know, my favorite thing about celebrities that show up is when I don't know they're there, and then all of a sudden <laughs> they pop up on Nitron. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, that guy's here. That that girl's here. That's so cool that they're here. <laughs> that was that, that was last. That game. is wild. When that just happens, you're like. How is that possible? It, it's just neat. It's been twice the last round, I think. It was Mark Wahlberg won and Corey Taylor Slipknot too. Like just there all of a sudden cranking the siren, like just there in the middle of everything. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's going to be interesting. I, I think it's going to be a big time event for multiple reasons, but I do think we're going to see uh, quite a bit of celebrity firepower in uh, in this series. I think in both both cities, right? Because South Florida mm -hmm. is is a mecca, right? You've got J Lo, Alex Rodriguez down in South Florida. I mean, it's it's pretty awesome down there too. I, I love Miami, but I know they're in Fort Lauderdale, but close enough. South South Florida is is a pretty cool place to be. Yeah, you're what half an hour from South Beach. Yeah, right around there. It's awesome. Good stuff. I love my South Beach. That's a great place. I do like that, but I like the Vegas Strip a whole lot more. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, there, there's a couple of different things here. Think about the synergy in this series. Mm -hmm. Two teams going to their second Stanley Cup final. 
Sure. Yep. Both franchises searching for their first Stanley Cup championship. Mm-hmm. Both coaches in their first year with their team. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll get into the weeds a little bit. All-star game hosts. <laughs> yep. The last two years. Yeah, absolutely. That's bizarre how, 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 wild. That, how that works. Yeah. Uh, you had back-to-back best records in the NHL two years ago, Vegas, mm-hmm. last year. The Vegas tied, and mm-hmm. Colorado won the tiebreaker. Uh, but the, then Florida won the President's Trophy last year. Mm-hmm. There's all this little connection with it that if may not mean anything to you, Rita. <laughs> Probably doesn't. But it's just how, how you stack it up. All, all the different elements to it. And both crazy cool destinations. One spring break, mm-hmm. and the other one's the other 51 weeks of the year. <laughs> yeah, that's but fair. That's like, fair. Like you could, both destinations mm-hmm. that you could rock. And neither one of them really known for hockey in the last 20 years. Florida had a great run early, mm-hmm. three years in, and then didn't win around again until last year. Uh, but but Vegas wasn't thought of. It was never going to happen. Uh, never mind hockey, but professional sports, never going to happen. And now the success that's uh, that's come on to it in the last six years. It almost feels like this is the most fitting of opponents for the Golden Knights in terms of Stanley Cup final, right? Yeah. Like you, you get back here, you have an opportunity, you're, you're searching for your first championship, and you're doing it against an organization that when they started had fantastic success early that's had to continually grow and it's taken a while to get back here. And, you know, it's a fun team. I think that there's mirrors on the ice as well from the Florida Panthers and and what they were able to do in their President's Trophy winning season where they were just so good off the rush, but it, it kind of falls apart in the playoffs against a team that has been there before in the Tampa Bay Lightning. And you have to grow and you have to add layers. And I think that Florida did that this year, just like the Golden Knights have added layers and done that this year to get themselves back to the Stanley Cup final. Both are expected to be here. Yeah. I I, I, except, would, I would argue yes. Except, except both are big surprises to be here. I feel like both were expected to be here last year, right? Like it's it's the it's a Stanley Cup final that I think if it would have happened last season. We all would have said, okay, that makes sense. Except Vegas missed the playoffs last exactly. season. Exactly. And Florida was really struggling this year mm-hmm. and needed massive help to get in. So there's there's reason to, to tout this as a clash of two of the best in the National Hockey League. Mm-hmm. And then there's another spin where you say, who's wearing the slipper, Cinderella? Yeah, that's fair. Which jersey are you wearing, Cinderella? I still feel like if you're looking at it from a Cinderella perspective, that has to be the narrative on the Florida Panther side. They okay, were here, let me let me go down a path that I okay. went down with Edzo today. Yeah, yeah, okay. I asked Eddie Olchuk at the start of this year, we're in October. Are the Florida Panthers considered a long shot, a Cinderella type team to make the Stanley Cup final? made a high-profile coaching change and acquired one of the stars in the National Hockey League. Probably not, no. Right. Yeah. 
there's big expectations there. Mm-hmm. It's fair. At the start of the Stanley Cup playoffs, are the Florida Panthers considered to be a Cinderella hope to reach the Stanley Cup final? Absolutely. No. Yes. No. They had to go through no. the Boston Bruins, There's the big even, bad Boston, no. Boston Bruins. They didn't get. They don't even get Cinder in there. Come on. It's sin to, to even think that they were going to get past the Boston Bruins. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's it's, my point. It's not Cinderella. It's not Cinder. It's sin. Just to, to see. Even, just to even just think to that they were going to get through the Boston Bruins. And then they're down <laughs> three. Now, after ripping off a victory over the Toronto Maple Leafs and then sweeping the Eastern Conference Final, mm-hmm. are the Florida Panthers a Cinderella team entering the Stanley Cup Final? Um, I think the run that they are on would classify as such, even though they have beaten great teams, even though they got through the Bruins, they dispatched the Leafs, even though they swept the Carolina Hurricanes, and you look at it as as well-earned, well-deserved, yes, I still think that, that they are the Cinderella story of this postseason. If they hadn't won the President's Trophy last year, I could be pushed in that direction. Mm-hmm. But you can't win the President's Trophy a year ago as the best team in the regular season of the National Hockey League and then be considered a Cinderella They were appearance. one point away. They, they shouldn't be here. I know. That's they, my they, point. They, that's why ex- it's Cinderella. Except, she shouldn't have been there. They, they beat... The best team ever mm-hmm. in regular season hockey. They beat a team that finally got over the hurdle of losing in the first round <laughs> mm-hmm. and brushed them aside. Yeah. And then won by a sweep, not sweep, over the Carolina Hurricanes in a, in a hard press series. No, it was, but, it was, but you, you don't it was beat close. those three teams and still be able to call yourself Cinderella with a presence trophy. Freshly put into your into your trophy case. I disagree. This is a team that should not be here, right? Like by virtue of all of the things that had to conspire to allow the Florida Panthers to get into the playoffs, this team should not be the team that is in the Stanley Cup final. They earned it. They've done everything right. They have pushed all the right buttons. Paul Maurice deserves a ton of credit. Matthew Kachuk's been fantastic. Sergey Bobrovsky is at another level. I'm not trying to take anything away from them. They've earned this spot. But it is a Cinderella run. 100%. It's impressive, but they were the best team in the regular season a year ago. But that you don't, doesn't, you that, don't go from that to Cinderella. Yeah, you, but, you, you, you can go the other way and be Cinderella, but you don't go from the best team to Cinderella in one year. See, I'm going to push back on that because I don't think you could say it's the same team. Well, it's not the it's, same team. It's a new coach coming in. And they also traded away a guy who was their their leading point scorer a year ago. Acquired a, a better player and a pretty good defenseman. Acquired a better player. I, I agree. I, I, I no agree with you. With I agree with you that they got a better player, but they also lost the McKenzie. They, they lost McKenzie Weger. Now they're getting great contributions on the back end, and this has been a team that again needed time to grow. But they're a different team than they were a year ago when they won the, the President's Trophy. Okay, I, where's Vegas in the Cinderella conversation? I, Missed the playoffs last year for the first time in franchise history. Yeah. Change coaches. Yeah. 
and there was question marks about the captain's health coming into this year, and they've used forty-two goaltenders. I, I where's, listen. Where's the? Where's the? <laughs> is there? Is there an argument that Vegas is Cinderella? So on the surface, right? Like when you start to think about everything that Vegas has been through this year, when you start to think about what last year was, how much they've had to go through this year, I would say there's absolutely room for the argument. But the fact of the matter is they're a one seed. The fact of the matter is they finished first in their division this year. They won the Western Conference in the regular season and now in the postseason. I don't know how you can look at a one seed as a Cinderella story. I don't. I don't. It's it's weird because I don't think, and you continue to hear the analysts on the in the national media pick against Vegas. I don't think anybody. Who's doing that? Well, the you know the television guys and all that. Your your buddy PK. But I I just think that that so one year putting all your stock in PK. No, no, but but you you hear the pushback and and everyone thought Edmonton was going to blow through them, and then you that, heard that was a one sided. Prediction. It was there, pretty one-sided there, for Dallas too. There were a lot of, but this this is Mike Rupp, right? Mike Rupp picked Dallas when he was well, on the show. I I told you guys when Rupper was on mm-hmm. that if Vegas gets through, he had to promise us <laughs> tattoo that he was going to take somebody else. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we didn't know who was going to be the opponent, Carolina or Florida, but he had to promise us. Yeah, if Vegas got through, he was going to take the other team. You, yeah, you can't you can't change as well. You, got, yeah. you can't change it now. <laughs> Can't do that but, in, the, but in the finals. I, I, I think I don't think a lot of people. I think people doubted this team, and and I've been pushing that narrative since since the end of the season. Well, the chip been, on the shoulder was strong in training camp. Mm-hmm. That a lot of a lot of people disrespected them. All the talk was about Boston. All the talk was about Edmonton. Connor McDavid, this and Leon Dreisaitl, that. And these guys didn't tell you, but I think there was certainly a a a, a anger or or a ch- as you mentioned the chip on the shoulder. You know, and certainly missing the playoffs last year, people push back. Oh well, they're done. I don't know. I never got that impression. Maybe not done, but certainly. Well, maybe, maybe this their window has closed. There, there was there, there were was questions more about questions. goaltending. There were more questions for this team, Stone and goaltending this and coaching, year, yeah. than there had been at any other point. And even even in the even in the preseason going into this year, I I, I got to see what Mark Stone is. I have to see what the tandem of Logan Thompson and Aiden Hill can be. And I think what we've what we've established now You didn't think oh, it was going to be a quartet though. No. No, absolutely not. Like <laughs> if you if you would go back <laughs> at the you know in October and say at some point Jonathan Quick will suit up in meaningful games for the Vegas Golden Knights down the stretch? No. Wouldn't have believed <laughs> you. Not a chance. But here we are. So are they both surprises to get here? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I would argue. Are yes. they fighting over the slipper? To a degree, yeah, I think so. Like you can, you can view it both ways, right? You're, you're right. You, I, I, I don't think it, it's a surprise if I pitch it as Vegas two years ago was tied for the best record in the in the regular season mm-hmm. and returned a lot of people off of an injury plague season. That was the cause of their demise last year. Mm-hmm. And then Florida, President Trophy a year ago, and restructured their entire approach to be better in the playoffs. I, I could tell you that they should have been here. Mm-hmm. And yet, on the flip side, I'm like, well, it's kind of a surprise on, on both. Or, or a better way to phrase it would be they've both overcome significant challenges. 
to th- reach this Stanley Cup final. I think that's the right way to look at it, right? Because they, they've been two organizations that we all would admit at some point in time over the last two, three years, whatever it is, we expected this. We expected this from the Golden Knights because every single offseason, Kelly McCrimmon has gone into it with the intention of improving this team to get back to the Stanley Cup final. And I, I think that we all expected Vegas would be back here at some point. With the Florida Panthers, you could see the build. You could see this team on the rise. You thought that the President's Trophy was either their all-in year or that they were going to be able to at least build, learn, whatever it is. And it looked bleak and dire over the course of the season, but they found a way. And and I think that if you look at both teams, the, the comparisons are endless, but the ability to overcome adversity and 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 push through in these moments, I think, is what defines them. I'll give, you, an- them. I'll give you another synergy between the two. The starting goaltender in game one of the 2023 Stanley Cup final mm-hmm. for both teams will be a goaltender that did not start the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yep. Yeah. It's wild. That doesn't happen. Where both teams are in that predicament. Mm-hmm. Now, one got in because of performance. Mm-hmm. Alex Lyon, journeyman, got Florida in. Yeah, he was huge. But they made the change to Bobrovsky, and he has been on a run of runs. Mm-hmm. Aiden Hill gets in because of injury. Different scenarios for both, but neither one of them were in goal in game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And it shows you, I think, right, what we were kind of talking about going into this playoff is that at different times you're going to need other players to step up. With with, with the Florida Panthers, their season was on the line and they needed their $10 million goaltender to find another level, and he did. And that's great for Sergei Bobrovsky. For Aiden Hill and the Golden Knights, and their, their defense kind of in front of them, they needed Aiden Hill to come in and not have any drop-off from Lauren Brossois. And I think that he has not only done that, but maybe improved on what Vegas was getting at the beginning of the playoffs. And it just, again, goes to show you that this team, and when we talk about depth, we're not just talking about forwards, we're not just talking about defensemen, we're talking about goaltending too, because they've needed it all year long. Can I get some advice from you guys just on phrasing? Okay. Chapman, you listening? But are you hearing me? I know you're listening, but are you hearing me? When we talk about Aiden Hill, how do we describe him in the hierarchy of goaltenders? When I hear people say first string, backup, third string, he's the fourth string goaltender. Mm. What is Aiden Hill? In the last series, ESPN referred to him several times as the organization's fourth-string goaltender. I don't think that's accurate. I disagree with that. I don't like that. Although, well, at, he backed up and played the second-most season uh, games this season and then was predominantly Logan Thompson's backup. Mm-hmm. But coming into the playoffs and down the stretch, he played the fewest games. Like, there is... Logan was I, out. You You had... Bressois, mm-hmm. then you had Quick, mm-hmm. 
and and Hill and Hill and Quick switched off the backup role at at the start of the playoffs. So when when I'm on the national media and I'm doing different types of appearances, am I right in correcting them mm-hmm. if they call Aiden Hill the organization's fourth string goaltender? And if I do, what do we call him? Okay, so my initial thought is that Aiden Hill is your from from goaltenders that are healthy and that played this year. Aiden Hill is your backup goalie. Your number two. Yeah. Right? Logan Thompson. I, I, I would agree with that. And and I would argue that if, if everyone was healthy, of all the goalies that played this year, Logan Thompson would be your number one. Right? I think that's kind of where we're he at. He played the most games. Exactly. Right? So I would put Aiden Hill in that number two spot. He won that job out of training camp. He was with the team. He was helping the team. He was having a great year until he got hurt. Then Lauren Brossois comes in, and he starts for you in the postseason. If you want to move the needle there or you want to maybe change the or move the goalposts, I would argue that Lauren Brossois is your third string. And the Jonathan Quick stuff is interesting to me because as soon as Aiden Hill became healthy enough to play, Aiden Hill supplanted Jonathan Quick as the backup to Lauren Brossois. So if you're even just looking at it from the playoffs only, you go into it with Brossois as your number one guy, Aiden Hill is your number two guy. So at, at a minimum, I'm looking at Aiden Hill as the number two guy. And quick as four. Yeah, because I think if Lauren Brossois was healthy, right, he Which would be... he was. He played ahead of... Exactly, him. and yeah. he would he would be slotting in behind Aiden Hill at this point. They're all in the team picture. All in the front row. <laughs> Crowded. It's amazing. It's wild. And you can't even debate it. Like, who are you, four four who, wins away. Who, who are you going to put... Who are you going to take out of the front row? Of the, of the team yeah. picture with with those four, I don't, I don't know. Quick was yeah. amazing. The reason they have home ice advantage, Brassois got them down the stretch and into and through the first round. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything you needed. Logan to Thompson be in played more. the most. Yep, and was an all star. All star. And Aiden Hill is four <laughs> wins away from winning a third straight series. What's yeah. the saying? The right man, in the right place, at the right time. No, no. Right men. Well, uh, right you, you were asking to describe right. Aiden Hill. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, just, I'm yeah, just saying, yeah, it's, yeah, it's right just been men. the right men, yeah. if you want to use that phrasing. It's, it's, but the right person at the right, the, the, these are the right people. And and, and, and just, to, just to add a little more to this, how big were those two wins that Yuri Patera got? They don't have the number one overall seed if Yuri yeah. Patera doesn't get those two wins. That's, that's very, very appropriately put in the sense he played on a back-to-back against St. Louis for his first game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not going to put Jonathan Quick in that situation because people are falling all around you. You're not going to put somebody uh, of of his age and plays the way he does on back-to-back nights on the road Mm -hmm. with travel. Mm -hmm. So you put him in there, he wins. Then he follows it up with a second victory. It gives you a little bit of breathing room. Mom and dad part, in part of that four and, straight, uh, yeah, four straight games <laughs> with four straight ridiculous wins with four different goaltenders. <laughs> it sums up the season. I don't it's think a, he was in the team picture though. No, well, <laughs> two games. Hey, you know what though? He he he's two and zero in his NHL career. And, I'm sure he's happy about and that. He's the extra. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He's your e-bug right now. He's your third third string goaltender. Yeah. What a great ride for that kid. I love it. Whole team. Yeah. Unreal. It's great. Uh, Let's take a break. Uh, When we come back, uh, more on the Stanley Cup final. I want to get into the rating of this series. Forwards, defense, the the regulars. But I've got a couple of 
obscure categories to toss your way. And then you can be the judge and text us who's going to win and in how many games. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Stick around. Hour number two, we're going to go through the evaluation of the series to try and, as objectively as we can, tell you who should be favored. We know that Vegas is the betting favorite, Mm -hmm. but who should be favored? What we've watched Florida do in the Eastern Conference run has been sensational. And Vegas took out the two best players in the game in Drysaddle and McDavid, and there was no drop-off. They won the next three games against the Dallas Stars. But right now, let me let me lean on everybody for the categories that we want to dissect. Okay. Goalie, mm-hmm. defense, yep. forward. Those okay. are standard. Special teams? Sure. That's always in there. Yep. When you're sizing up a series. Yep. But then you get into some intangibles. Coaching. Should that be in it? I would argue, yeah. 100%. How about pressure? Ooh. I like that one. Let's go pressure. All right. What else should be on our list? And we can we can take some out, but just throw out some some things that make you wonder, would that be an area that Vegas has to win in order to take the Stanley Cup final against the Florida Panthers? You know, I, I that's funny because like I don't I don't actually believe special teams is going to be that important in this series, but I think their the ability to win in front of the blue paint, right? Like that's going to be big because for my money, that's where I think and expect the Florida Panthers are going to do damage in the series if they're going to do damage. So who's going to be better in terms of preventing slot shots, rebounds, those types of things? What about home ice advantage? Okay. Hmm. Both teams are really good on the road. Yeah. Road ice advantage? <laughs> road ice. I but like it. It, it does go into home ice, and if there's an edge, and which team, if, if a team can win on home ice, mm-hmm. that might be the difference. It, it could be the flip of what it used to be. Win your games at home and try to split on the road, and you'll win the series. Yeah, It might be split at home <laughs> win on and the win road. on the road. Win on the road, yeah. <laughs> because Florida has been spectacular, mm-hmm. amazing on the road, and we know what Vegas did all year. Well, yeah, they on- won game five in Boston down three to one. I mean, you talk about pressure cooker. I mean... That's your where they where they Vegas eliminate Edmonton on the road. Yep. Where did Vegas eliminate Dallas on, on the, the road. road? Yep. How about atmosphere? Do you think atmosphere plays a role in a Stanley Cup final? I think I it, expect it will. I think it does because I listened to some of what Nick Cousins said today, and mm-hmm. he talked about the atmosphere at T-Mobile Arena. Sure, and he's got experience. I mean, he's played here, so he knows. But I send thought that, a tweet I thought that was to Magnum Seven Hundred Two or Ryan the Hockey Guy. And let us know if there's any other categories that we should be considering when we break down this series and decide a favorite. Mm. There's got to be something I'm missing in this. I I don't know that we are. Would, I, d- I don't know that we're missing much here. Would would star, Who has momentum? Would star player I like like 
Game breaker? Yes. Okay. <laughs> See, like, I would even, I would lean the opposite. Like, depth? Fourth line goal well, discrepancy or depth. It just, if you want to put a blanket the, statement on it, the, depth. That just, that feels like we're just putting something in that Vegas is going to be for, getting a check. For mark. sure. So then, so then we probably it sh- go. It, sh- it depth. shouldn't, it shouldn't, but I have trouble putting depth in there mm-hmm. because it so favors Vegas. I'm like, is that just. Being a homer, I, I Not mean, I, anything I wrong feel, with waving the flag. I would, I would make the argument that it's a bit closer, but I still would, I would still make the argument that it's Vegas. Vegas is the deeper team. Yeah, see, like, 100%. like last series, Vegas only got one goal from Eichel and Stone combined. Mm-hmm. Can they beat a Florida Panthers team if they do the same? Especially if Kachuk and Barkov are phenomenal for Florida. Well, well if you're at the window and you you want to place a bet that Vegas with their depth. Will outperform Florida with their depth. I'm, I'm all what, in. On what Vegas. kind of odds are you getting? <laughs> or are they not even giving you a chance? They're not giving you. They're not giving yeah. you a chance. That's one of those. Uh, the you house is losing, it. so even we're if, not taking. <laughs> even if you win that bet, you might owe them money. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we can like we can talk about it, right? The who, which, which team has the better shutdown center? Is it Alexander Barkov? Is it William Carlson? That's a good one. I I like that one. I think I think. Reputation, strength Pe- down the middle is a big part of this yeah. series. Reputation, people will go Barkov, but I think it's a lot closer when you look at what Carlson well, is able to do. He's fantastic, Selkie. Yeah, hundred percent. So that's that's not just recently biased. No, no, no. no. I'm saying well, well, his his reputation is is well earned and he legit. deserves it. To, to be totally fair, one guy should have won a Selkie the year he scored forty three goals. <laughs> Instead, they gave him the Lady Bing. Uh, Rita says, bigger chip on their shoulder. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Chip factor. Chip factor. Oh, boy. <laughs> Be very careful. Rita loves me. When you say that. <laughs> okay? Yes. Just as somebody that's oh, been down the path geez. of saying the wrong word at, at times, yeah, yeah. just be very careful. You're the host. You're going to be the one that Chip says it. Factor. I'm. I'm not even going to try. Those Chapman's not going <laughs> to nope. try it. Our, our new no. TV partner is Script Sports. Yep. <laughs> and I'm just now getting comfortable mm-hmm. with with saying it a little quicker. Mm. For the for the last three and a half weeks, four weeks, I've been saying script scripts sports. Whew. I've been I've been having to take that pause to be able to get the full enunciation. But chip factor is one that you might want to just take a beat. Uh, so chip. <laughs> Factor is a good one <laughs> on on the shoulder. Yeah, I like I like From strength. Rio. I like strength down the middle. I, I like chip factor. Um, I didn't mess it up. Thank goodness. Send us your, your tweets to Magnum seven hundred two or Ryan the Hockey Guy. Let us know what you're thinking. And in hour number two, we're going to go through this list. We're, we'll probably limit it to seven or eight, but we'll come up with a, with a favorite as as unbiased as we can possibly be. Which means I'm going to have to carry the weight on that because we got super fan over there representing the fans. Yo. That's your role on this team. Okay. And well, if that's the case, Vegas no. has got the advantage in everything. And, and mm. Wallace just hedges his bet all the time. <laughs> oh, Edzo today, Eddie mm-hmm. Olchek, mm-hmm. he's like, ah, I'm, I'm, I know I'm hedging here, and I started chuckling to myself. <laughs> he, he's not aware of the. Yeah. the did fact did that he actually hedge though? Unlike what I did, he. He uh, he didn't know why I was laughing, but uh, but I was chuckling to myself uh, because yeah. you you get the garden shears out and, and do all the <laughs> oh, trimming. Man. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Stay with us. 
This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. We don't do it very often. As in lean into the other team. Mm-hmm. You might go 82 games without hearing from somebody from the other team. Sure. We got our hands full talking VGK. Mm-hmm. But now we're down to the Stanley Cup final. We're going to do something rarely occurs on this show. We're going to let you hear from the other team in hour number two. Mm-hmm. Not just because it's the other team, but he's entertaining, well-spoken coach. <laughs> he's in, awesome. In in Mo. I called him P-Mo one time. He said, don't call me that anymore. <laughs> I can understand why John <laughs> yeah. Shannon yeah. is so opposed to nickname. Yeah. P-Mo? P-Mo. Oh, boy. It's the P-mo. worst. Yeah. Terrible. I'd never talk to you again. Really? Yeah, Pimo. <laughs> you know who gave Keith Kachuk his nickname? Walt. Hmm. Eddie Olchuk. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's cool. Now that's cool. Yeah. But Pimo is not. Yeah, Walt's way cooler than Pimo. Yeah, that had some history to it with a yeah. New York Ranger. Uh, so you'll hear from Paul Maurice. Plus, we'll let you listen to Bruce Cassie, his media availability, and who's the favorite? We're going to go through it category by category in hour number two. <laughs> 